Hello and welcome to yet another episode on FinTrack. The topic of today's podcast is the billionaire tax in US. Recently, the president of US, Joe Biden, laid out a framework for nearly 1.75 trillion US dollars in social sector funding. This plan proposed a spending of 400 billion dollars to help provide subsidized child care for more than 6 million children and tuition-free preschool for 3- and 4-year-olds, along with $555 billion for clean energy initiatives. This included $320 billion in tax credits to help Americans pay for environment-friendly home improvements and corporations transition to clean energy manufacturing over the next 10 years. The president has proposed to fund the spending through a 15% corporate minimum tax on large corporations, taxes on stock buyback, and a surcharge on the top 0.02% of high earners. However, the proposal to tax the super rich, 700 odd billionaires in the US, on their unrealized gains on assets could not be pushed for the lack of necessary support. Nevertheless, this proposal has reignited an intense debate as the opinions are vertically divided on the legality and morality of the proposal. Now, those opposing it are arguing that taxing the unrealized gains on stocks would not stand the legal scrutiny, as such gains are mostly notional and do not meet the criteria of taxable income. Even Democrats like Senator Joe Mankin opposed the proposal on the ground of disparity. He reportedly said, I don't like it. I don't like the connotation that we are targeting different people. Elon Musk, one of the billionaires who would be most affected by the proposed tax, argued that the proposal could open the door to future tax hikes that would cover a wider range of middle-class Americans with investments. He tweeted, Exactly. Eventually, they'll run out of other people's money and then they'll come for you. He commented on the proposal. Now, the supporters of the proposal, however, appear convinced that it is morally and ethically appropriate that the super rich pay taxes on their entire income and not just the meager salaries and the dividend they draw from their corporations. Chuck Marr the director of federal tax policy at the Center for Budget and Policy Priorities, Think Tank, cited the example of Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon. He said that Jeff Bezos reportedly draws a salary of about $80,000 a year from his company, so his Amazon stock holdings increased in value more than $10 billion a year approximately. He tweeted, if Mr. Bezos does not sell any of his Amazon shares in a given year, the income tax ignores the $10 billion gain and effectively he is taxed like a middle class person making $80,000 a year. Now, in view of the supporters of the proposal, it is not correct to argue that the rise in the value of the shares is totally notional. Because super rich are able to leverage their shareholding to borrow substantial money to grow their wealth even more, giving rise to the already wide and deep inequality. In that sense, the rise in the value of shareholding is tangible and could be taxed. As per some of the White House economics team estimates, 
the top 400 families in the US paid federal taxes at an average rate of 8.2%. Whereas an average American citizen pays federal taxes at an average of 14.6%. Therefore, apparently the present tax code is regressive and needs to be reformed. Now, though the plan did not find favor with the majority lawmakers, there appears to be a strong popular support for such a measure. As per a Vox and Data for Progress poll, 71% of voters support raising taxes on the wealthiest 2% of Americans to pay for the bill. 86% of the Democrats and 50% of the Republicans also back this idea. Other tax provisions focused on the wealthy that could be included in the bill, such as tax increases on corporations and capital gains, also found favor with 65% of the people supporting it. In last, it may be relevant to note that in this context, the concept of taxing the unrealized gains on investments is not new to the US tax code. The US taxpayers are already taxed on their unrealized gains on the investments in PFIC, passive foreign investment companies like mutual funds every year. Even the unrealized gains on employee stock options are also taxed. 